Hey, Slacker friends, welcome to episode 21 of Saints for Slackers. I'm Lisa Martinez, the founder of Little with Great Love. Thanks for being here on day 22 of our little by little 40 day journey together. Today, we get to hear from a Little with Great Love dear teammate of mine. So let's do this, Slackers. Hello, Slacker peeps. It's the man of the moment, Jeff Sanchez, here to create new moments with you. Today's saint is brought to us by Bridget, or Hank, as she is affectionately called by my sister Lisa, who Bridget also oddly refers to as Hank. I'm not sure how or why two women call each other the same man's name. But I'm just a volunteer talent, so moving right along. Bridget Holtz is a deep-thinking, compassionate caregiver with a love for color, culture, travel, kindness, and the encouraging word. She has been called to seek out and serve the lost, vulnerable, broken, and oppressed. A pediatric nurse, she's worked in numerous inpatient and outpatient settings and with the underserved domestically and internationally, and carries a particular call to stand with the impoverished in all capacities. Bridget currently lives in Austin, Texas, with her dogs Nigel and Callie. Anywho, as usual, gather round, slackers, for this uplifting little reflection by Bridget Holtz on St. Joseph of Cupertino, the saint who was a holy man misjudged by others, but elevated to great heights by God. And don't forget, at the end, we always share a hilarious wannabe patron saint. So stick around for that, slacker. Hey there, slackers. This is Bridget Holtz, contributor at Little With Great Love. When I submitted my idea for our podcast, I presumed we were choosing saints who were considered slackers. I remembered a sharing given by a woman in our church many years ago who found Joseph of Cupertino relatable as her daughter was challenged by several behavioral health issues. Having read more about him, I can see how he is relevant to this season and to all of us slackers. Joseph is the patron of test takers, students, mental handicaps, air travelers, astronauts, pilots, and is invoked by many. Joseph was born in a stable in Italy as his family home had been seized due to debt and he had a simple upbringing. He began to experience ecstatic visions in his early childhood, yet had a bad temper and was scorned by his acquaintances. He wandered around aimlessly with his mouth gaping open and was not someone that many wanted to befriend. His mother treated him harshly and said he couldn't seem to do anything right. His first attempt to join the Franciscan order was rejected due to his lack of education. The second attempt lasted all of eight months before he was again sent home as his visions enveloped him and he forgot his assigned duties, leaving piles of undone work and dishes broken. His mother still did not want him home, so she enlisted him as a servant at the monastery where he was assigned to the stables. Then Joseph began to change. 
He deliberately placed prayer at the center of his life and committed to acts of penance. He was finally successful at entering the Franciscan order and prepared for the priesthood. However, he struggled with studying and was finally ordained after the bishop instructed him to just tell me what you know, since he could not pass his written exams. The Holy Spirit began to present powerfully through Joseph, and he was known to levitate while celebrating Mass or praying. He entered a state of ecstasy and would spend hours in conversation with God. The mere mention of God sent him into flight high above the altar, and he would kneel in prayer in the air, ecstatic. He was a hugely popular confessor to whom the people flocked for counsel. He was deeply devoted to God and to Mary and encouraged devotion to her as a way to meet Jesus more intimately. He was hidden away and confined to a cell by the authorities who related his levitation to witchcraft, and he was subjected to inquisitions to examine his behaviors. Joseph spent his adult life in a lifestyle of asceticism, or rejection and abstinence from any earthly pleasures. He was said to eat solid food only twice a week, adding bitter powders to his meals to make them less enjoyable. The final years of his life were spent under observation at a number of different monasteries due to the suspicion of his activities and the levitation that he regularly experienced. As I read through and meditated on his life, I had great compassion for Joseph. Yet the scorn he experienced as a result of his not yet understood mental challenges and learning disabilities, the lack of understanding of his deeper life by those around him, the shortness of his temper and his struggle to find his place in the convent did not keep him from a life of closeness to God. Perhaps the simplicity of his mind, a love for such direct and poignant grasp of the Holy Spirit and allowed for God's work to be manifested more purely through him. We often refer to children as innocent and brutally honest with a refreshing take on life. I wonder if this is how Joseph experienced God, so easily and matter-of-factly that it consumed him. I am also sure that you can relate to being trapped or confined by the pain and wounding inflicted by others or even by our own selves, as we do not understand our calling or full vocation. I have struggled greatly these past several months with how to pray and even what to pray. I know I get in my own way and trap myself with my limited capacity to envision God, His ever-reaching mercy, and the countless ways He is working in me and through me without my knowledge. As we mentioned earlier, every day after we introduce our saint for the day, we also share a wannabe patron saint of the day. These silly wannabe saints are born from the musings of our group of slackers. Okay, slackers, our wannabe patron saint for today is Saint by Felicia, the patron saint of get out of my face. Have you ever had one of those days? Are you having one of those days right now? Well, then Saint by Felicia, as well as Saint Joseph of Cupertino, are your dudes. By Felicia grew up in a rough part of town. And he had to learn pretty early on to carry himself with some slacker swagger for keeping up appearances, you know, so as not to get pushed around. He became an expert in the art of nonchalance, which basically means not giving a flying fig. And even if there were figs flying, or is it pigs? It sounded weird when I just said it out loud now. He didn't care and would calmly tell anyone or anything to get out of his face. So if you're ever confronted with figs or pigs or people you don't like, remember to call on St. By Felicia, slacker. Okay, slacker, we're wrapping this up. Don't forget to check out our websites, littlewithgreatlove.com, where you can find the blogs for these podcasts, as well as redbird.love. 
And for those styling slackers out there, go grab you some slacker gear, like hoodies, trucker caps, totes, and more. Just hit up our websites, go into the shop, shop small, and support us. That way we can keep doing this great work, especially if this podcast made you think or smile or maybe even laugh out loud. You can also show some slacker love by sharing this on your socials or with a friend or loved one. That helps other slackers to find us, so thanks in advance. We can't wait to continue our journey together, friends. See you back tomorrow. Or if not, the day after that, slacker. (laughs) 